podcast part of 10th year seniors network this is our first podcast of 2020 and i can report we are not in the future we are not uh i was promised flying cars and way better clothes this shit is pretty basic yeah this is ghetto it's the same like i gotta go to work still mm-hmm. um working more still driving like a and fucking the, loser i'm still driving with gas gas like fucking how ghetto is it how the thing about it is and, and that's really like, I don't think I'm exaggerating. If I graduated what, high school in 99, if I stopped and went to the future and came to now, I'd be so pissed off. Be like, so what? I'd all be so mad. All y'all have is like these phones with the screens, but <laughs> everything it. else is basically the same. That's it. And y'all close a little tighter. I wouldn't even be happy about PlayStation. Like no, Nothing is good about this time. Not, I mean, nothing is bad. It's, it's an amazing time to be alive. You know, but, you know, it's one of those things where anthropologists would come up with the take. We are living in the best time ever for pe- for people, right. and you think, fuck off. <laughs> I know someone that says it a lot, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> I, and I think you know what I mean. He loves to be like, this is the best time ever, this is the best, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it's the best. It's the best time because we don't die from diarrhea. But like, are we really happy? Like, this is the, like we get insulted in, on Twitter, very easily. The answer is <laughs> fucking no. It is not the best. Nothing. Time. Nothing is great. Like nothing is. Like pretty much for Australia's on fire. My for God. anyone who's a minority, yeah, this is the best time oh, ever. Oh yeah, yeah. Because sure. you know mm. you just don't get pulled over and killed as frequently. <laughs> it still happens, but you just you're not in slavery now currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I know, for instance, for white people, I know they don't think this is the best time. Oh, this is no. why they're so nostalgic they, about everything. They hate it here. White people hate it here. Because you can't tell. Because, like, this is the only time where their parents, who were pulling niggas out of cars and lynching them, are like, what the fuck? And now their kids are like, yo, y'all promise us, like, full power. Where these other white people, these hippies come from out here trying to fucking control the narrative, like... Why don't we still own niggas? Yeah. They're very pissed about not owning niggas. They are very pissed. I mean, this is why Trump is president. I've never seen a people so upset about not being able to say a word. How is it still going on to the point where you actually have to debate people about it? You have to debate people about it, and then this is the fucking weirdest part about 2020, is that you have to debate black people about it and you have to debate mm-hmm. black young people about it yep. which seems obscene it's one of those things we thought we agreed on but no there's no agreement well i mean you know i think that old the other generation has to die out i think there's a generation of oprah that was like oh just majoritively wrong blah 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 and then what else we're kind of like what is the word the term of endearment like no, no, no. I don't mean amongst. I don't mean amongst black people. I mean about white people or people of other races saying it. There are young people there who see him right. There are young people there who see him cool with it. And I know me and you. We talked about this. He's like, I don't feel the need to engage in any shit like that because it just no. seems dumb. It seems like someone trolling to get you to have a conversation with them. And then you can also realize that a lot of the people who you interact with on a daily basis have no frame of reference for shit like this and don't give a fuck. No one gives a fuck. I feel like they may, I think they just blow it into a big deal and white people just really want to say it. Like I, I remember watching Joe Rogan one time and he was like, uh, it's just a word. And then he, he said nigger about four times to make his point. 
But you could tell like, he just wanted to say it. I think they wanted Because we made it cool. Shit. When you make it that cool. And then I even have a problem with certain Hispanics saying it. I don't mind Cardi B. I didn't mind Takashi. But like the girl from Jane the Virgin. Uh, wasn't it? I think her name was America or something like that. I, I don't anyway, know. Some, she, doesn't, she doesn't support black people at all. And she said it. And niggas got offended. Oh, heebie-jeebies girl. Yeah. Ah, her. okay, okay. And, and niggas okay. got pissed. Yeah, no, fuck it up. But I was like, wait, fuck this guy. Because you could You're see. You're blocks. You could see like the enjoyment in their face when right. they get to say it. It's, it's, you know what's so gonna happy. happen? You know what 2020 is gonna be like? What? Remember in Watchmen when they had like the phone booths where you could call Dr. Manhattan? Mm-hmm. There is going to be like phone booths of just white rooms where white people <laughs> can go into and they just get to say nigga. And then they get to come out and then go about the rest of their day and be like, oh shit, that's relaxing. That's gonna be their new massage. <laughs> that's a new form of meditation. Right. Get to say nigga for five minutes. The guy, are you laughing? I really think when they go home in their home and like they confirm no black people around, I think they enjoy that shit so. Can I see the looks on Conky Joe's faces? Like they're so happy. Like I, I remember when I was dating home girl, white gal, and we would go to like white party. They'd be like, yeah, you know, these niggas. I'd be like a little pause, but okay, he's cool. All right, he's cool. Why right? didn't you kill them? Well, because they Conky Joe's. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> no, fuck that. You're not you. Not in 2020, I just wake up on this good lesson Sunday. You're going to have to get me this dumb fucking conversation. No, that's not okay. I don't I don't give a fuck. But the funniest thing I saw in, in reference to that was um, when someone said, because in the Aaron Hernandez documentary, Aaron Hernandez says, nigga. And someone said, I can't believe y'all was letting Aaron Hernandez said, nigga. And the response after that was, that motherfucker had four bodies and was killing people for spilling drinks on them, you was gonna step to him. No one's gonna argue. So with that. I, I brought that up because you, um, you're a pretty big individual. I feel that if at that point you said, "Hey, y'all, shut the fuck up about that," they would have stopped, and that was your <laughs> that was your opportunity to That's be like, actually, yeah. what, "What the fuck, you go into the gym and and lifting shit for?" If when a situation like that comes up, you don't be like, "Yo, chill the fuck out." One more time, and I can slap the fuck out of you. And be, hold on, hold on. And then this is the next move because I'm sorry, sorry, to, sorry to this woman. I know you was like this relationship ain't a lot. So, no. so that's why at <laughs> that point, at that point, then you just get to be like, nah, you only can never have me like that. You only can have me in the streets. I've, like that. I've I've done that before, but I did that one time in Toronto. Uh, I was I was in Toronto. You got to give these Conquistador people the same fucking energy. And at some point, some shit, of them. Some, some at of some, them. nah, all of them. At some point, I ain't gonna lie. The shit gonna have to stop. But then, as as I said earlier, is that young people are so. Um, have no knowledge of history yeah. or the meaning of things that anything could could I feel like be brushed over them and they don't give a fuck because of the world that they live in. When you see that most people interact with people just basically online now, instead of interacting with people like who are physically present mm-hmm. with them, mm-hmm. it's a it's I think that like that breeds a kind of um, uh, apathy and a kind of like I don't have to give a fuck. They all this all the only shit they reading is shit on social media. They ain't reading books. They ain't watching anything other than something that's like entertaining to them. Mm-hmm. That have to probably deal with relationship. Like motherfuckers love you. They would watch you all day a hundred times a day. And like yeah, it could be something that's a guilty pleasure, but they wouldn't do anything other than that. Like they ain't trying to like frame or read something that would like broaden their horizons. They're not even trying to pursue. Information. Future a, sucks. 
the future just it's terrible. I, I, was, I, was my boy, I was talking to my boys that he was talking about. He lives in Colorado, and he was saying how like a bunch of people there haven't even been outside of the state. Like they yeah. don't go outside. He said so. Like you kind of understand the ignorance on a level because mm-hmm. their only perception of black people. Like he said, he on his job, he said they're so fucking ignorantly racist. Like so, they'll say shit to him like, "Man, you speak." Like he said in a meeting, he was speaking, and the, his boss is like, "Oh, first of all, doesn't this man speak so well?" He's first, so eloquent. First of all, and like, how is that the first of all? That's, and that was his point. He was like, you, you skipped over a million dollar budget meeting like thing that I presented, that I worked months for. And the first thing you can say is, this nigga speaks so well. He said, uh, in his mind, he heard it as, this nigga speaks so well. He really should have then just started dropping rap lyrics in the middle of his presentation to see if they was going to oh, get it. Oh, listen, the, the story. I, I wish you would come to Nassau so we could do a podcast so you could hear the stories. Because he works in corporate white American. He's like up there. And he was like, people are coming, hey, uh, have you heard that new uh, Future Drake album? Crazy, right? He'd be like, yeah, I also listen to Fiona Apple. I also listen to Feist. Like, it's not like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, I, I listen, my, my, as soon as you said that, you know what my point is? If you're black, of course you could, like, there's not nothing wrong with, like, listening to hip-hop or beat. You think he's being too defensive? Yeah, because, like, at, at that point, you'd be like, yeah, I listen to that shit. Like, would what you what the fuck you want me to do like that doesn't say you also listen to that like they those are just popular artists you know what i mean mm-hmm. like but i feel that sometimes um it's like one of those protesting too much things like mm-hmm. you just trying to say you're trying to distance yourself from the black community well, by, by saying like oh so i well. listen to okay no after I, after, after, I, after I that so like no no yeah yeah no no you would be like, come on, you would be <laughs> supremely defensive but i no no i just mean that um like when, for instance, like when you say in like all of your indie um, rock shit, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we don't talk about that because you know, like my my reference for that is like two thousand nine, and then yeah. I stopped listening. So all yeah. the like indie rock songs I like are from you that era. Really did stop, like because you put me onto a lot of shit. Yeah, and then I was just like, okay, that's, this is a phase. Like it's mm-hmm. over. Like I don't. <laughs> it's a phase. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what what is in? And that's the nice thing. Fuck the future again. What is in your playlist right now? I only listen to um, Roddy Rich the Box. That is a very good song. That's, I, I saw you posted it and I never heard it. And so I played it and I was like, oh, this slaps. Actually. That was the fifth time I posted that. That's the only song I listened to. <laughs> don't don't ask me what else is in the playlist until we hit Black History Month and Roddy Rich is number one. <laughs> and the box is number one after feeding uh, Biba, Selena Gomez. Biba really I, re- I, I hope, I hope, um, what's the nigga name? Uh, Justin Timberlake comes up with an album and then at this point. Just, just defeat everyone going right into February. Roddy Rich, I gotta say, the Justin Bieber shit had me fucking dying. Justin Bieber was like, come on, guys, let's stream it, let's make it number one. I was like, if it don't slap, it don't slap. These kids want shit, we're gonna slap. You came up with a song named Yummy in a, in a little baby, the baby world. You came up with a song I mean, that was Yummy. Come on, my nigga. I mean, it, it could have hit. I, I, you know, I haven't listened to it. I have no idea. It's, it's not but like I'm, every I'm just saying, like, heard in your life. yeah, but Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande have famous people who music I never heard or listened to. I've never listened to a fucking song. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, you who knows what people like, like, but because everything is so compartmentalized in our version of 2020. Mm. But um, so we we had we actually did not have a list of anything. We no. just started to we say, yeah, we're freestyling at the beginning of this podcast. I was asking Andrew when's the point in the weekend that he's not going to be drunk, and it's now. So <laughs> this is why we have the podcast. Class. And then I didn't map anything out. So here we are. Um, 
just to you know to give this conversation a little bit more energy and a little bit more c4 um so watchman got canceled um going into 2020 it, it because damon lindelof basically said um that he is not going to do a season two and maybe another creator could do it so then people have kind of gone to the gone to the oh well maybe it's an anthology and then every time a new director a new showrunner comes on he can give his version of Watchmen, which was is similar to what happens in fargo which is amazing and chris rock is going to be in season four but i brought all of that up to say to say this and andrew sees a smile on my face right now because i know you set me up for something you set me up for something like okay i don't believe Watchmen was was the best show last year i believe that was succession but for the people who think Watchmen was the best show, I just have to say, like, dog, you got to defend your championship. Like, I know Kawhi Leonard left, and um, Toronto is kind of putting up, like, a half-hearted defense for the championship. I got to say this, though, and I'm not going <laughs> to... You're such a dick. I know where you're going. Go on. I know exactly where the fuck you're going. Uh, to, the, to, the, to the Marvel um, See? versus I DC fucking I fucking knew it. And then watch this cocksucker. Go on. Listen, listen. I, I'm just... Fucking asshole. I'm just saying... <laughs> Remember when the New England Patriots signed Antonio Brown? And he was just like, oh, fuck. This is a juggernaut. This is gonna... They're over. gonna wash people. It over. Like, people were putting up uh, memes and, like, all the weapons Brady had. And then remember what the end of the year looked like. So... <laughs> with the interception. With the walk-off pixels. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So I say that to say that watch like at its peak, Watchmen was fucking amazing. Like, oh yeah, two or three of those episodes are some of the best episodes of television of all time. Probably two of them are some of the best episodes of all time. I felt the finale um, fell kind of flat, but I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't like it was a what like a seven out of ten, which is still good if you're headed into next season. But now with Damon Lindelof walking away, now I feel like. Damon Lindelof, who did three seasons of The Leftovers, by the way, which is an underrated show, after one one season, is that you're holding the bag, and for everyone who is like lauding everything that happened, yeah. I am fucking. I'm sorry. I don't. The reason why the carry is so much. happy. The reason why the carry is so happy is because me and the carry had me and the carry rarely. We've never had a serious argument, but I think that was the closest we'd ever come because I was trying to argue that Watchmen was a DC property. Uh-huh. And the car was on some, get the fuck out of here. It's not a part of the universe. Fuck you. Da, da. And we went I, back. All, no, no, it is a DC pro- I was saying DCU. Right. DC, yeah, that's all, right. that's all I was saying. And so we went back and forward that, and it got like a little bit heated. And now I got to fucking like shut the fuck up because Lindelof was like, nope, that's all you get. And now we got to go back to like being scared of birds of prey being shit. I mean, hey, listen, <laughs> dog. <laughs> However, however, let me just say rewatch Watchmen. Hey, it's all it's hey, a great rewatch. We still they they bringing Joker back in theaters. We mm-hmm. getting our rings. We getting our jewelry. So yeah, you got you got to still put some respect. Oh, they they, they bringing it back in the theaters. Yeah, they bring it back in the theaters. Oh, good. <laughs> no, what? What? You, I'm not because you hold it like a cup of tea. I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's no, that's I cute. hold on, hold on. When Joker got all those nominations, I was happy, and then like. I think I, I messaged you to talk about it, and right. you were telling me that film Twitter was upset about oh, it. And I, and I, you know, my whole take on this is that people just build these narratives around a movie, and then they don't think about because Todd Phillips wasn't thinking he was going to make no. some kind of like privileged white male movie. He's no. making a movie, a story about Joker and mental illness, and mm-hmm. people diverge into all these narratives and what they thought he meant. And Todd Phillips even clarified his comment about 
comedy that got shared everywhere. And he's like, Todd, Todd Phillips basically said, I don't have Twitter, so I couldn't respond to it. But that's not what I meant about people not being able to make comedies like The Hangover like mm-hmm. I did. And he said, even he wouldn't make The Hangover now. It's no. a different time. Like, you make, yeah. you make different kinds of art. And, you know, I, I just thought that I think personally that parasite should win best movie but so what like what's going to get people engaged with the oscars is joker winning exactly so i think that could be the pull i think joker should win because joker encourages people to watch movies and to debate movies even if you hate it and that's the kind of thing that i think that the oscars should be leaning towards and it's a great you know feather in the cap for dc and for todd phillips dc who should have won for for batman and then got robbed that year and yeah. didn't win that year so now you come back years later and now you get to re- you get to fix it and i i think that that's what the academy should do i think they should fix it now as a very like physical performance from joaquin phoenix i, 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 I was watching some of that joe rogan robert downey jr uh podcast and robert downey at number one mm-hmm. it, it's so funny because even i think comic book fans i think even we don't give the genre a lot of credit yeah. I, I, like, I feel like Downey, that Iron Man one was very well done. Now, should it have been Oscar? No. No, definitely but I think, not. But I think it needs to be a conversation about somebody's performances. Some of the performances have been very fucking good. How Endgame got nominated for nothing blows my mind. Like, I think Endgame should have gotten at least graphics or something. Like I, No, no, they got visual effects nomination. They, they, they got one. Okay, okay. They got good, one. Good. But, like, um, as Kevin Feige, you'd always say, like, they are bought different. Like, like Kevin, right. Kevin Feige. So, <laughs> I think he knows. Like, he, he knows. Their Oscars is the shareholder meeting and then the dividends that shareholders get from Disney. That's what it is. He's like, that's our Oscar. Kevin, we try and hit $3 billion. It's a different kind of, differently and a different kind of story. Kevin Feige's face just says to me, if anyone was to be like, we well, all going to Oscars, he said, how much money, them, like, how much money coming to Oscars? He says Not this. A, you can't tell me he won't say things like that. He does. Like, he absolutely, I'm sure, is like, so, these uh, make him So, I, well, I was laughing at the, and brought up the Watchmen thing, because I knew that would get you going. Yeah, anyway, you fucking <laughs> No, I, I don't mean to do this, because I'm sure, for instance, like, Crisis on Infinite Earth is very entertaining. But I watched, oh, no, I just watched, like, the two-minute uh, clip where they formed the Justice League. It's, yeah, super stupid. And I, I looked at it, I, it I watched stupid. it, and I, like, I laughed and said, okay. "This is it. This is this is it. This is what y'all do it." And for <laughs> for, for uh, Marvel fans, listen, don't even worry about twenty twenty. Y'all in twenty twenty one. Oh no, I'd so, be concerned. Y'all should be concerned. I I'm. Did you see that Morbius trailer? Jared Leto. Yeah. You saw it. Yeah, that's. But I, that's. I'm not. Uh, no, no, no. That's um. That's what the damn. That's the Fox people. Yeah, but Marvel, oh no, not Fox. I'm sorry, Sony. I don't think anyone that's Sony, is, and then they just get to be like, yeah. I don't okay. know what people are giving a fuck, but the new y'all should just be happy that um, Jared Leto is doing something else yeah, other oh, than yeah. complaining <laughs> to DC. How pissed! You're welcome. By the way, how fucking funny was that that he released that trailer the day they announced the nomination for Walking Oscar? That, hey, that, I was like, but you gotta be pissed. That buddy. hurt. That hurt your boy. Play. That hurt your boy. But I mean. He got Spider Man and Vulture and who not. It, it, that don't look like it could be good to me at no, all. I'm not listening. I, I, I just don't believe him in superhero no. roles. I feel that I don't know the roles he should be taking as serial killer thriller type roles. Shit, yeah. yeah, like go do that. Don't stay Same in this man, world. Bro. Like you could have boats and yachts, Jared. Like it's already paid for. You don't got to worry about it. Let me, I, I actually want to ask you a film question quick. Do you think? But I mean, y'all gonna lose. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, listen, we already got the Golden Globes, we already got the nominations. I, yeah, I, I think that, that, that is, you know what? as I've always said, let that be your lane. You know, right. Stay I'm out of this. Say that. You always say to me, but y'all need to lean in to what y'all doing and be unapologetic. And I think now and DC's learned their lesson. This is that what, direct is direct. It's that also why the Watchmen thing was funny, because that was such a lean in and a such a going into that direction. In. And then they just said, nah, we stop. But and I, I, I just have to, the way that people explain things to themselves, like, a lot of Watchmen fan, um, fans, we were tagged in some of the posts, who said that, you know, the story is, is wrapped up pretty well, and, you know, I'm fine with this. And I just thought to myself, what the, fine. You're, fine. You're, you're fine with this. I'm you're okay fine. with this. You know what this means? You lo- you are upset. You're upset because sh- if something is that yeah. good, yeah. it's not going to end like that. The reason, I, see, I'm, it's, I'm, it's not, it just wouldn't, like, you, True Detective Season 1, which we think is one of the best things oh ever created. Oh, Jesus, uh, I love that. But for that to happen, you needed um, Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. you needed Matthew McConaughey, and you needed Fukunawa to all say that we're going to devote some time in our life to do this. And we know, they told us from jump, you're not going to get a season two. And then True Detective said, we want to keep it, we're going to be an anthology, second season sucked, third season was okay, but nothing as good as the first nothing season the so first far. Season, no. So that's the kind of, unless you get the, the people who are working on Fargo to say, okay, now let's have a shot at Watchmen or get new people involved. Because a lot of the writers for Watchmen, um, who who were minorities, who had like a lot of the good story, but maybe it's time for one of them to step up and do something good and unique with Watchmen. But as it stands right now, with uh, a whole slew of Marvel movies and movies and and um, TV shows coming in twenty twenty one, it's the only good thing about the future so far. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, Marvel, but I'm still a little sketched out with that. But, it, but but the, the point, I just want to make a quick point about Watchmen. The reason why it it, it blew my fucking mind the way that it did. I had never seen a Lindelof uh, Lindelof project. Mm-hmm. I never watched Lost. I never watched yeah. any of his shit. Mm-hmm. So that was my introduction to him, and I was like, "Oh, so I'm not fine that it's over." But you got to prepare me for the music. But I don't even do a season two. Yeah, and I was no. like, "All right, cool." So once if I had learned that independently, I would have been like, "Motherfuck." Cause it was a, it was so it was so good and it, and they were actually dealing with re, not like low key Tyler Perry level black shit. Um, they were dealing with real <laughs> black shit. Like because this Tyler Perry movie, I watched it yesterday just to see how terrible it was. It's really bad. He brags about not having a writing room. He needs one. He needs a writing room. It's the same movie all over and over. Mad black woman. That's what we, That's Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Tyler Perry universe. <laughs> Tyler Perry. Tyler. Yeah, you're right. Like, that's facts. <laughs> that's big facts. It's the same fucking movie. Oh man. So I, when when you see, anyway, my hats off to him. Like I look at Watchmen, same I look at Barack Obama. It's like okay, you may not like what happened. You may not like a lot of what he did. Might not like the ending. You may not like the ending, but the, the effects. Hey, every, everyone who's sad about um, Watchmen ending. Um, Go watch season two of The Leftovers. That's what season two of Watchmen would be. In oh, season really? two of The Leftovers, he casts Regina King, but he wipes away almost all of the story from season one mm-hmm. and starts it fresh with like some storylines that connect it. So watch that. It's pretty good. And it's Regina King acting her ass off in that movie. I, I mean, in that in that show. And that's that's kind of the conversation me and you was having about people were pissed off about Lupita Nyong'o not getting um, an Oscar nod or, or even a Golden Globe nod. And I think again, Regina King deserves an Emmy for that. But I feel like she's good in everything. Yeah, she she has been on fire now for like decades. Like 
what has she been even Boondocks I'm like again amazing mm-hmm. I'm excited about that Boondocks coming back by the way I didn't about a step on a lot when is it back a uh, month after next March so is the only thing that's resonate or that seems hopeful about 2020 is pop culture doesn't matter everything um, else seems like I mean is, it, see, every conservative seems average or seems like fucking mad shit right now every conservative around the world has won their fucking elections Meghan and Harry even trying to leave Europe like it's only pop culture it's only music on, movies I, I, I gotta say this about the Meghan yeah, and Harry I, thing I would hang a take on that actually what how many times are we gonna use the exit thing for anything that's happening? It's, for, it's, getting, it's getting cheesy. Now. Like, it's getting super sick. Mexican. When I when I saw, it, I was like, "Come on, dog!" Yeah, like the headline writers aren't even trying at this point. I would be super pissed if I was Harry. I'd be livid. I'd be mad. Cause like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all call this a Mexican? Like my gal, tell me what to do. I also am in this making decisions, my nigga. Like I'm a grown <laughs> man. Like, like I'm a real nigga. Like no, only a black woman can pull a nigga. I'm like what? Harry, <laughs> it's like okay, that's low-key true. I, I <laughs> felt that Harry was saying like I don't even like these people. But I didn't like them before. <laughs> before she, I met her, what the fuck y'all thought was gonna happen? Y'all know my grandma and grandfather's cousins, right? Like y'all know that's a real thing. Like y'all know my my mommy got killed, and like someone in here probably could have done it. Like, and y'all think because she was kind of upset, that's why I was just I made this bold decision. It could have been anyone else. Come on, but I, I think that for my whole take on. All it, all of this is. Listen, this is fucking. I'm sorry, I get it. I I get their their mm-hmm. impetus to leave mm-hmm. and the reason that they want to leave, and um, because you don't want to live in a fishbowl your entire life, no. especially when you know you're not going to be king. So why everyone always up in your shit? Mm-hmm. But they had a pedophile in their family, and they took away his duties, and then he doesn't get to be a senior public official. And maybe months after um, Harry and Meghan decided to do this, I just, as someone who loves The Crown on Netflix, I just thought season five of The Crown, and it's an overused joke people have been saying, is going to be great. But I mean that. Now, season five and six of The Crown are going to be even better because it'll give you an idea how they actually decided and how they actually went through to do this because she was facing racism in the way that people commented on the times. And you would see... Paris Morgan come on TV and try to say that who's saying that who's but when when there's a, a popular sentiment in a country or there's a popular opinion even if it's not the majority of people if those people are the loudest and that's what you always hear every time she does anything and then they compared it to Kate you got a sense of that's that would be an awful existence to have yeah. to always feel that you're always fucking up and you're never good enough for anything that these people want and the reason that these people are reacting this way when they lauded so much praise on Kate is you're sitting there as Maggie's like, well, why why am I getting this shit? It's like, one, the black, two, the divorce, and three, the American. Three, being American, mm-hmm. is what's, like, why the British people aren't in love with her that much. And then, so that was my, like, actual thoughts about it. And then I thought, wait, could you imagine having that kind of generational wealth and then being wealthy enough to say, I want it. Because his inheritance from his mom was good enough to be like, you know what? We need all this free shit. Remodel our house for 2.6. So then the whole, then that's when the idea of, of capitalism and like eat the rich starts to come into your brain. And be like, why are we even giving a fuck about these people? This these rich people point. arguments. Fuck all them on both sides of it. I'm, I'd rather watch the show that's pretend actors 
doing their shit than actually have to think about these rich people having this dumbass argument about moving literally a six-hour flight away. And people are writing epistles. Like, people are like, well, here's what I would do. And I'm like, why do y'all give a fuck? Number one, I don't give a fuck. I read that. I was like, oh, good for them. Then Twitter exploded, and everyone was, like, losing their fucking mind. And then it shows the ignorance, I think, of a lot of Americans. And it's unbehemians, too. Because I saw a bunch of people like, oh, well, what they could do for money. And then I said, y'all think. Harry and Meghan could leave London with just $5,000 and just uh, just hope. These niggas are like, she got left over millions. They like, what the fuck are we talking about? They ain't y'all. They, they ain't y'all. They're not, they're not us. They're, they're <laughs> fine. And so, so a lot of the backlash I got is because of their... I hate. I don't even want to use that word in 2020. But their liberal views and their stuff about like climate change and how they thought were fight, were um, things that people needed to do for the planet. So mm-hmm. then, as soon as you come out and say something like that, you know the press, especially the conservative press, automatically does. Well, why are you flying this jet then? And then saying how much a jet costs and the carbon footprint right, of the jet. Right. So then Harry and Meghan are saying, okay, well now we're not going to make the public pay for that, or we're going to repay the crown right. and the public for the remodeling to the house that we did. Mm. So y'all just take the money. So and that's why I feel like now it's like the popular um, opinion online affecting the decisions that they make and affecting the things that they do. So it just goes to show you, like anyone can be touched once you're in the public eye. But if you're a wealthy person like Bezos or Gates mm. who doesn't care and doesn't have to be on social media, they don't care about the public opinion like that. But for people like Harry and Meghan, who are going to be photographed and a lot of their... It's their generation, though. Yeah. And generation. and that's why that's why I think that for, quote-unquote, the royals, it's a big deal. Because for them, they what their value to the country is, is that status symbol and people getting to see and take pictures and come and visit, you know, the gates of... This is where the queen is. But at the same time, it's such a weird thing that the country is gripped by that. Like it, it could to me it's, it's like the equivalent of a reality TV story fuck, that fuck. now people are taking seriously. It's it it it, it I, for, we, we, uh, we don't have time to really get into even why the fuck do they even have a royal family to begin with? And like I, I think I, I think at one point they did a referendum. I, I think they did a vote as to whether or not they still want to keep them. Did they not? Oh uh, no. Like my trip or no? No no no. I don't okay. I don't remember that being done. Do, do, if they did, do you think people would vote to keep them? Like cause the I British people would. Them. Yeah, they would. You think so? They would. They love the crown that much? Yeah, they would. They, they 100%, I believe, would do that. They would vote to keep it because even, and this is part of like Harry and Meghan's argument, is that the other royal families in Europe live just like rich Instagram people. That's mm-hmm. where their life is like, but the royal family is a different kind of framing for it. It's something like they are proud of that shit. Mm-hmm. They are proud. If there was a vote on based on that, they would say, like, I'm sure, um, what's his name? Fucking Trump Jr., the floppy. Boris. Boris. I'm sure Boris would, like, maybe if Boris tried to get that same kind of campaign they had for mm-hmm. Brexit, go in, maybe they could win it that way. But I don't even think Boris would be that. I think Boris would be like, you know what? Maybe we give them less money, but we still need them there. By the way, how grateful is Boris for Trump? How grateful is he that Trump exists? Because, like, I'm sure he's fucking up a lot, but because Trump is fucking up massively, it's kind of like, well, keep, keep doing your thing. I'm going to just, like, fuck everyone else. Like, is he making good decisions? I feel like he fucking up and no one is, like, paying attention. Because, like, the Iran thing went down. Then it was the the, the, the interview. No, but, Jamada. well, Boris won his vote um, when he took it, uh, when he took it to the to the British people again. Mm-hmm. So, Boris won his vote. Yeah. For for Trump's um, 
listen, I I wanted to, we were going to name this podcast at the beginning instead of the future shit about how to survive 2020, because it's looking like that motherfucker's going to win again. Oh, it's going to win is gonna win again, but win again. okay. I just I wanted to bring you into this conversation just to not pivot back to the Harry and sure. uh, Megan thing. It's because okay, um, Kale Fox, <laughs> Stephen Rowe, Ronaldo. I said we're in the gym in the morning, and then they had this conversation about this Megan thing. <laughs> I'm not gonna I would, say I would love to hear Kale's take on this because Kale has Kale's arguably the most interesting man in the world. Facts. <laughs> their their take that they brought to the group was. Hey, can you find a time in history where all of the decisions are made by um, a, a woman and then the man f- followed her and left his family and everything turned out to be great? Like all like going down the line and everything decided like it was going to be like a great and positive thing. And they brought this to the group. And my re- my answer that I came up with in a few days was Jeannie Buss. Jeannie Buss, who her father um, ran the Lakers and now she's running the Lakers. And then she started dating Phil Jackson after Phil Jackson yeah. wins his championship with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. And then she brings him to the Lakers, and he wins five championships mm-hmm. with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So I said... That worked out. Or the six championships with the Bulls. So then I said, okay, that's Phil Jackson following his woman into a path of success. I got pushed back on that by them saying, yeah, but Phil Jackson was a six-time winning coach. Who was walking into Shaq and Kobe Bryant on the team? Like, come, it ain't like that they go rebuilt another... He didn't rebuild another team. He walked in with a so fucking Bryant. And all I'm saying is that if you're listening to this podcast, please give us references so have ammunition to it come in. Go well. Because it's, it's you trying to figure out something like this of what Megan is doing and saying like, hey, let's just go to Canada. The guy, I don't want to put you in the hot water, right? Mm. But how many times... Have you done something that a woman... Worst decision of my life. And you knew, and in your mind... All right, so she was... A woman say, Andrew, listen to, to me. A. And you, you, in your mind, you're like, yeah, but... I'm thinking about... the logical math. I'm thinking about the big work. decision. As right. I said, it exactly. was the worst decision of my life. Every fucking time. <laughs> Every fucking This is their argument. This is their argument. Y'all still make good decisions. I said, this can't be right. No, because... No, no, no. It's not about... Um, let me reword that. When we abandon everything and follow them. No, but it was it was to the it was to this particular framing. So you, in this, you're only thinking about you're not thinking about like everyday life type right. of shit, no, right? No. You're thinking about um, wealthy people right. or That's something like wealthy public every, figures right. like this. That's what I mean about I'm not this. About the, the proletariat. I'm right. We're about not like, talking about in your life because, no. of course, in everyday I'm life, this is the smartest woman I know. Like. She makes amazing decisions. I'm talking my about... My mother should have made every single decision. I wish my mother could that, still make my decisions. That motherfucker shouldn't... He should not make any decisions. No. <laughs> this is not how this shit should roll. So that's not what we're talking about. So don't get it twisted and then, like, try say, ah, blah, blah, blah. But, no, we're talking about it in this kind of context. And I'm trying to think about it. Because, if for, for instance, Giselle and Tom Brady. Giselle, who is responsible for the Patriots being good. Because she makes so much money, Tom Brady can take less. Facts. But she That's would have facts. had Tom Brady requ- uh, retire after, like, two Super Bowls ago and said, let's just go live our life. <laughs> so, you know what we would not have had? We would not have had 28-3 to comeback no. and no. that awful Rams Super Bowl. So, one and one. Look at, so, so. Look at fucking gal. <laughs> no, but Giselle's entire existence and her decision to marry Tom Brady meant that the Patriots right. dynasty. Because if, if Tom Brady stayed with the first gal, he would have been playing in, like, Tampa Bay. Like ten years ago, I'll put it like this: 
to, 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 to piggyback on Kale and Ronaldo's point, if this is Harry's decision, this should go well. If this is her decision, boy. I think, Angela, I think, I I think a lot of it is, is his decision. I think, but I think he tired of life. And, and he's been showing signs of not giving a fuck. But, but this, but is, this is how fucked up the media is, though. Like, he is the one coming out and saying all the shit, you know. Yeah. And saying he would do it. Exactly. And everyone is glossing over everything he says <laughs> and then blaming her. And she must be sitting down in her, like, luxurious triple king size bed. Like, what? I didn't even do nothing. Let me ask you a question. If she wasn't black, did she still get this backlash? I don't think so. Not to this extent. I don't think she gets it either. And, and this girl is barely black. Like, like think, she's like she can pass for white. Like think think about it. I think that if she, I mean, she black. But I yeah, I think black, yeah. I think um, I think they would still come after her for the divorce stuff and try to do um, some of the quote unquote gold digging things. But then Megan's response could always be, "My life was pretty fucking great yeah. at the time before I even met this dude. I was doing well. I'm good." Like this just had to happen. Like, I feel like she's doing what what, what Melania wishes she could do. Yeah, if Megan wanted, Megan could just like go date some Instagram fitness influencer with three hundred thousand followers in LA and have that be her life. And she'd be the one. She'd be the breadwinner in the family and be good. On top of that, too, how do we know this girl? Like, she gave up acting. Yeah, loved acting. She could have been in. How much roles did that girl probably turn down? She could have been in Marvel. Be the taker. One hundred percent. 100%. 100%. Like, she, that, that, that girl... Like, she could have been Scarlet Witch. She probably would have been. Probably would have been a better Scarlet Witch, too. Her body is banging. I mean... Her body is filthy. We're going to be straight. If, if, if this is... WandaVision 2020. If, here's the thing, though. Can he... Y'all scared of Dr. Strange. Can he even... Well, fuck off. <laughs> Dr. Strange, you see the movie? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Anyway. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Can he divorce her now? PG-13 movie. He, huh? he can't divorce her no more. Why not? How are you getting a Why not? The, what? First of all... The British people would come, would run to him and op- with open arms and be like, you know what? We were just waiting for that phase to be... They, he got 100% to it. They will destroy that girl. They destroyed that they girl. Destroy but you, you said, if would Harry no, but do I mean, it? If he did it, I feel like he would be okay. And that like the public would drift back towards his side and say, oh, we were right. Harry, hopefully you make better decisions. Like, you know be he'd fun. be good. You know be fucking she nice. wouldn't. It'll be like if but he, she would then also just go to LA and be like, "Fuck the UK." Imagine if he divorced her and then he get with the one guy who's like who's like Starfire, like the actress Anna Diop, and he go full nigga. Bang! Let me tell you what would happen <laughs> though. Go full nigga. Let me tell you over. what I want to tell you what would happen. What they would then overcompensate. They would then just be like, "We love her. we." It was just Megan we didn't like. It was just they, Megan. they would be. They, fucking, they wouldn't know what to do. They would just be like, "Oh, it's just I don't I don't fucking know." You know what? Like for instance, the overcompensation with Trump and his racism. Why LSU going to uh yeah. <laughs> to the White House and then there's dancers with gun fingers and everyone in the White House would be like, "Cool, love it. Guy, Look at that energy. Great team. Overcompensation. I respect LSU for that." Because when I was watching Trump go off, and, you know, he got off on his own tangent, da-da-da-da, and LSU is players behind him, they were smirking and doing anything, but it was whatever, da-da-da-da. What had me fucking laughing was when they was doing the dances. I think that was a slap in the fucking face of Trump. I think, I really think that was their way of being like, wait, fuck this nigga, we put a dance up in your house, we eat your fucking McDonald's, we got, we, we, we dance with white people. Honestly, I want to say that they wasn't thinking about it that deep. I don't know, listen... I know my nieces and nephews, those motherfuckers will just put the phone up and dance for no reason and be like, upload to TikTok. <laughs> I think that they just was like, this song 
is what's going on and we're going to do this dances. That's as far as it was. They were not thinking about any fucking political okay. statement in All that right. moment. Because when, when I saw like the gun fingers and shit, you know if Obama, if Obama had them do that, well, what did the gun fingers mean? Several of them, they were doing this. And what does it mean? We're dropping off. Like, no, do your thing, blacks. I'm sure he said, do your thing, blacks. Now we get to pivot to Trump for 2020. You can't tell me he wasn't like, they love to dance. Look at them. They love it. <laughs> this motherfucker. Just think, way to start that. think about what has happened since he was impeached, right? Mm-hmm. So since the impeachment, Nancy Pelosi uh, definitely, of course, held the impeachment vote um, for a month. So then they could get more information and more witnesses. To say, it? Yes, it was. Okay. It worked out perfectly for her. Because yeah. then your boy, Lev Parnas, who you love. Barely, yeah, you, I'm, I'm loving there's this, no yeah. one who you love more than I'm Lev Parnas. When I'm getting 7 a.m. messages from Andrew, be like, you you watch the Rachel Maddow interview? I'm like, what? Oh, I was watching that like an adult. I don't, I don't pride myself on being the most adult adult. Mm-hmm. But I was watching that like fingers touching my lips like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay okay and he was saying things they did not fucking understand but i was like mm, go on but <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where you it's that you watch that interview with lev when he's talking about ukraine and trump and you believe everything he said mm-hmm. because he's saying it so matter of factly and so straightforward mm-hmm. there's no dancing around the point it would just be like yeah so we got the instructions from here and then Trump saying he doesn't know him and then having more pictures with Lev Parnas than so he has with his children. It's hilarious. He's with all his kids. He's got pictures with Kellyanne. He's got pictures with everyone. Like, bro, you know this nigga. And so, and so, many, so, so many people on Twitter called it. They goes, yo, he's going to say he don't know this nigga. Bad money. This man is ushered in an era where it's post-truth. Oh, yeah. And it's been... It's anti-truth. And Yes, you it's know anti-truth. what? Yeah, not even post-truth. It's, post-truth. it's, it's anti-truth. anti-truth. You see that picture? That picture? Don't believe it. Don't believe it. That's it's in front of your say. eyes. That's dirty what he said. And what do you say? I take pictures with thousands of people, you know. I have pictures probably with all of you. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. And like the, the conservatives are like, well, if you say you didn't know him, you don't know There are a million pictures. Of, like to, on those conservative sites right now, they're like, oh, Epstein and the Democrats, Epstein and Bill Clinton. They're like, yo, Trump knew this nigga too. Trump was fucking with this nigga. Have you too? No. He has a thousand pictures of Trump and Epstein. So, he takes pictures of the people. What? What? I just put my hands in because that's it. Because think about it, how we, how we, the year started. Trump decides, I'm going to assassinate this fucking Iranian general. Oh, the, the, the worst assassination ever. That's not an assassination. He just blew shit up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That was not an assassination. That's true. Because <laughs> we're going to, this, <laughs> this world leader, we're going to kill and we're going to tell you about it right away. We're, we're not going to use Jason Bourne or our version of John Wick to get this done. Which we know you have access to. Fuck that. <laughs> like, I don't get it. It's a fuck, we wanted, this is why I'm saying, like, they, they wanted everyone to know. They, and then Trump wanted everyone to know this is my decision that I do this. This guy had travel restrictions. He was not supposed to be in Iraq. He was supposed to stay in Iran, I think, that the UN were going to have um, a meeting about it, probably later on this year, about whether he was going to be allowed to travel. And then... The narrative from the from the White House that oh these were imminent attacks, and then people asking them the Europe asking them okay so what's your evidence? No 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 you don't get us we said that they are imminent <laughs> attacks yeah but what's the evidence? I mean he piles he around he works something. he works with terrorists and then we just had to go. <laughs> so and then <laughs> everyone's like I so yeah so <laughs> so everyone's just like wait so you mean to tell us this was just on site? So no matter what it was, you was just going to say as imminent. 
and be like, let that be a lesson to everyone else. <laughs> and I feel like that's how Trump rolls a lot. Like a lot of things are let that be a lesson to everyone else. Exactly. And it's also a message to the American people to be like in the midst of impeachment. I'm still president. I still get to do this shit. Well, it's it's a big ego boost for him because I heard him say it. And like Trump has no like, he has no, he can't quantify. It's just so funny. Like he said the other day, he was like, oh, we killed all the nurses. All the nurses are gone. All of them are gone. I killed all of them. It's not one left standing. <laughs> and like the, the newsroom is like, nigga. I'm like, no. What? Imagine terrorists in a room, like in French, just sitting around watching it. And then they like look around and be like, hey, am I a joke to you? Am I dead? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking where, about? Where are, the, where are the virgins? And then, and then even my mom, like, me, me and my mom were talking about it. My mom was like, Andrew. My mom was like, Andrew, I, I'm 76 years old. I lived through assassinations. Like, when they, like, when they killed Martin Luther King, when they assassinated that nigga, that was like an assassination. It was ways Trump could have done this in a back alley. And this is, this is the conversation Democrats are trying to have versus Republicans. Because Republicans are like, oh, y'all love these terrorists. Y'all are coddling them. No, we're saying that there's nuance. We're saying you could have caught this nigga in a back alley and put one in his head. You may have to blow up everything at him. <laughs> like, that's preliminary. And then they're like, well, well, the plane getting blown up wasn't Trump's fault. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. And that plane doesn't get blown up if you don't kill this nigga publicly. And there's going to be blowback. 100%. Against America or American 100%. interests abroad for it, but he don't care. You know yeah, why he don't care? Because the blowback takes a long enough time where he might be out of office by the time it comes and the retribution yeah. comes to America. Yeah. So for him, he's like, I got a four year window. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Like nine eleven is a, is a response to something that happens ten years prior to that mm-hmm. to our occupation in um in Iraq and in the Middle East after the Gulf War. Fine, what, whatever, but then I don't have to deal with it. That's for the guy coming after me. Yeah, so man. that's the kind of vision I think, well, vision that Trump has that who gives a fuck about what's gonna, what really is gonna happen. And then the coup de gras on top of it. Cause I say that uh, there's gonna be blowback for it. But Iran's response to what they did and bombing a US base where no one got killed and there were no soldiers and the Iraqis warned the US about it was, and then Iran then coming out and saying, Okay, that's it. Last. <laughs> in, a la- in, like, in the middle of in the night of it, Trump was like, I'm going to go on TV right now. Like, there were rumors coming out about that. I sincerely believe that man was about to declare war. And everyone's like, okay, no, no one dead. No one dead. Everything cool. <laughs> Everything cool. And then they, they said, you could just take this as a win. You don't remember... Because when- all it causes is a construction project right now. All they did was like a construction project and someone get to make millions off it. And Trump was like... I get it. You're building things. I, I've never met someone Last. who wants smoke so bad. Trump wants to use a nuke so bad. If he don't get to use a nuke soon, I think he can lose his fucking mind. He's doing everything to encourage it. All he want, all he want to do is nuke something. That's all he want to do. Because I think they said even when he was not in, in, interviewing for the job, uh, when he was first going into office, apparently he asked about nukes like 20 times. He's like, so the nukes for this? Yeah, let's, let's get you in the White House and moved in. All right. When one one learn about the nukes, hey, where's the nuke room? Hey, guys, where's the nuke room? I think that was him all through the White House. And a minute, Iran could have killed an American dog. You'd be like, well, <laughs> nuke time. <laughs> Let's blow it all up. And then this is the thing. Iran knows it. They know. They Iran know. knows it, they and know. then the rest of the region knows it. And then even um, the... Uh, rest of the American allies, everyone knows this is how this man reacts. And then you saw... Um, 
there was a clip of Putin and I forget the other world leader making fun of Trump. Like they were like, oh, for real? they were, they were joke they were joking about Trump and Trump. And then I, in my head, I'm like, he's going to bomb something else now. I think because this impeachment trial is going to be, they're going to come after him for that's sure. The next thing. Look at the lawyers this nigga picked. Can't stop what covered up, I think rape and shit for some football players. The gal apparently was a part of the charity scam uh, Trump had going on. She was supposed to like break him down over the charity thing. He gave her twenty five thousand dollars, and all of a sudden she's like, "Never mind, everything cool." And the next thing is Epstein's lawyer. These are the oh three Dershowitz, lawyers. yeah, yeah, Dershowitz, yeah. This, that's Epstein's lawyer. and OJ. Don't forget OJ. And cool. OJ, like, is no one? I'm like, is no one seeing this? Like, am I tripping? Like, quite frankly, like, the only person he's missing is Bayaz from the Aaron Hernandez trial and from the Casey Anthony trial. Bayaz is very. He's a good lawyer. He's a very good fucking lawyer. He's a good lawyer. <laughs> He's a very good fucking He's a lawyer. Good lawyer. I, I, if Trump has that be the last hire and be like, I have assembled the Avengers. That's go. the legion of doom. Go. That's the fucking legion of doom. He wins. Go, go. What are y'all gonna do now? I gotta say though, Iran and other countries should fear that nigga. Like, but like all the Democrats, are like, no, he's a coward and a pussy. No, be very afraid. Because nothing more scary than a nigga who don't think. There's nothing more scary than a nigga who want to smoke and don't care about the repercussions. Aaron Hernandez. Thank you. Like, that nigga was in court smiling. Like, not smiling, but he was, like, dead inside. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, I didn't see it coming. I said, no, 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 I can look at that nigga. He was, he was during his trial to look like he wanted to go read Harry Potter books until Robert Kraft showed up. Then he was interested. Why? His they... fiance could be on the stand, crying her eyes Shout out, out lying for him. Shout out to her, soldier. And Aaron Hernandez is just there, like, Fuck, I gotta see what Dumbledore doing. Dumbledore <laughs> Dumbledore gay representation. His, like that's what he that's what he looked like. His phone calls were like I, I was, I was like I, I literally said I'm like, hold on, be in jail? You can't be in jail having these phone calls. I was like, yeah, man, I'm comfortable, man. You know, the bed is good. I feel like I'm in a hotel, you know what I mean? I'm I'm just good, man. I'm good over it. I'm like, you in jail, bro? Apparently, like he was working out, doing his thing, working on his fitness. I to be fair, if it wasn't butt fuck jail. Jail doesn't sound so bad for an introvert like me. Because if you're getting fed, you're going to river bills, X, Y, Z. But it's so much rape and niggas. Jail ain't fun, bro. The rape is the number one deterrent. It's, Dakari, I would do so much crime if it wasn't for, for jail rape. I would do a lot of crime. What? You don't think they could fix that? They could fix it. They don't. They choose not to. They choose not to. They understand toxic masculinity. <laughs> they understand, like, the penalties. Of course they could fix it. And it... Andrew, they could reform jail quickly if they wanted very, to. And very. then they've decided, no. Just have that there. <laughs> you know how funny that is? Can you imagine the meeting? All right, so Mr. Jail owner, white man, uh, we really want to just stop this rape thing, man. It's causing a lot of problems, diseases, X, Y, Z. Nah, rapists. Rape has been a part of this for all this time. We want to keep it We want to keep it going. We want to keep it alive. It's a tradition. It's, it, it's, it's a thing they do. You watch Shark Caller with Jamie Lannister? No, I was supposed to watch it. Amazing I, movie. I can't, I can't watch certain movies with certain people because I will ne- not see them outside of who I think they are. No, he is great in that fucking He's movie. He's good? He is great in that movie. I brought it up to say that in his first few days in jail in that movie, <laughs> Jamie Lannister was like, Aryan Brotherhood then. <laughs> like, as opposed to... As opposed to rape, you'd be like, listen, I don't have a racist bone in my body, but this is jail. And I will not be raped or stabbed. And then just... Me and you would not make it 10 minutes in jail because we're too rational, I think. I think, like, things would not be like, why are we... 
Whoa, y'all know we can change the way we eat. Andrew, I'm going to become a hotep day one. <laughs> I'm rolling with the, Are you fucking at your mind? I was once blind, but now I see type shit. <laughs> this is why Bahamian in jail ain't going to work. Bahamian in jail ain't no hotep. Ain't no... It's just well, niggas. <laughs> Right. I'm not even gonna say a gang name. No, yes, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's just like I said. At no. least in American jail, you have like choices. You could be a part of the Aryan brother. You could be black and part of the Aryan brother, probably. No, probably Come not on. actually. What the fuck true. are you talking about? But you could be a part. Don't of the really remind me of Kunky Joe Point. Shut up. <laughs> you could be part of the whole You could be part of the Zionists. You could be part of like the, the gangster block because you have choices. In Bahamian jail, is get fucked or not? Probably. I know someone who been to jail. They was like, "Oh, that rape thing." I think he said the rape thing was a thing in the scariest way possible. He said it very normal. So I was like, "Buddy, that whole shit with like rape, jail rape is real." Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but playing niggas get um, playing niggas get in there. So I said it to say I this. didn't like that answer. In the background of the Aaron Hernandez story, know what you know about Aaron Hernandez mm-hmm. and the like, quote unquote, his quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was comfortable. Because if some imagine him, he's one of the bigger people, and they and they try to like say rape Aaron Hernandez, and Aaron Hernandez would be like, "Oh, you cute," <laughs> and then they 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 take it aback because they're like, well, "Oh, we didn't think it's gonna go this way." He's like, "Yeah." How terrifying it is a, a man of Aaron Hernandez's size calling you cute in jail. Do you understand how fucking terrifying that is? It's why he's so comfortable and needed the books. Jesus Christ! Were you shocked that Tom never went to go see him? No. Who? Thomas. Thomas Brady? Yeah, Thomas Brady. Uh, like, are we shocked Thomas didn't go see him? He was accused of three murders. No, I was not shocked. I mean, I mean no, but this, I mean, before the accusations, I feel like Tom was, like, a minute, Tom didn't like that nigga from the jump. Did you see the Tim Tebow interaction? He was Where he's like, like, take care of Aaron. Or and, 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 and Tom was like, well, he's a lot to handle, but we're doing our best. That was very telling. I don't think Thomas liked him. Let me tell you what it is. Aaron Hernandez using the N-word in the locker room. And Tom Probably. Tom Brady is like, you on block? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 no. I, I just <laughs> Tom Brady's just like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because if, if a video comes out of Aaron Hernandez saying that and Tom Brady in the vicinity, and then Tom Brady don't check him, Tom yeah. Brady's like, that's that could be on SportsCenter on first take for I fucking this, months if that's me. I have this image in my head of Tom going home to, like, Giselle. And she trying to grind. He's like, yeah, but hold on. I have something to tell you. Aaron says nigga. And they don't, they don't check him. But maybe he's Puerto Rican. She's still trying to grind. He's like, no, but I, 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 don't, I can't say it. I don't want to say it so bad. So much songs he's posted on his Instagram. He's up to, like, not put nigga in the song. All the time raps. I'm like, poor Tom. He would say it so bad. But it's why he's the GOAT. Because he yeah, realizes he it's, so, it's so easy not to say it. He's respectful. He's respectful. Probably goes to him to Giselle. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, it's so easy not to say it. And he's like, and this is recorded. I'm posting this. This is easy. I don't have to say it. If I miss and say it, you know what? Delete. Let me do this again. Take two. You can't tell me niggas like Kelsey don't be close to him. You can't tell me niggas like Kelsey don't be on the edge. Because they're so accepted in the black community. And niggas fuck with them so heavy. You can't tell me he don't be on some like... Guys, you know, you know, it's just us, right? And, and then, blah, blah, blah. you know, like, how we were talking earlier about, like, young people saying the word. Exactly. Like, you know Kareem Hunt ain't saying ah, shit to him if he, if he did say it. But I felt like if they had, like, a veteran on the team, then they would be like, nah, that shit ain't fucking flying. Like, for instance, I know for a fact, he ain't no one saying that shit around Cam Chancellor. No! 
to the no, gods. No, 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 no. You wouldn't say that shit around Shannon Shaw. No, 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 no. So skip ever. You know, oh, maybe on. that's why. Maybe that's why the Seahawks like didn't respect Russell Wilson because probably some white person said it around. Yeah. Some white person said yeah. it around Russell Wilson, and then the defense had, and then they checked him, and they was like, "Russ, you don't say nothing." And Russ is like, "I mean, I was just like." Russ, I was, Russ is like saying things like, "Come on, guys, be cool, be cool, guys." I don't like niggas who say be cool because you want me to be cool with all your bullshit. No, check these niggas, Russell. No, guys, you know what, like. You know what we all saying and sing the song, you know, and artistically, you know, like, shut the fuck up. I felt Kelsey. This is why Future is still fucking a gal. This is why Kelsey doesn't say Future doesn't. This is why Kelsey um, doesn't say it though, because I believe that because he is yeah. in the black community, he knows better. So he I, I knows better. Heavy. He's like, no, don't fucking. I hit in the heavy. So, so okay. Just to pivot to football really quickly. Because, again, there's nothing good about the future. Yeah, this is, we could have literally had this podcast in 2008 talking yeah. about the Obama administration mm-hmm. and what if a black man would a new country, what's happening in rap, who's going to win the certain game. Mm-hmm. The MCU was starting was to wear comic book movies now after the third Spider-Man sucked. We could, this could have been a conversation 10 years ago. It's the same future is the fucking... Ba- you know, bad boys is out again. We had a fucking, like, how many remakes have we seen? Like, what the fuck Disney could do? Is, is, do another Lion King live action type dumb who, shit? Who, who watched that? that? Who watched that? Who, who even asked for the Aladdin Will Smith shit? No one asked for none of these reboots. I see that uh, they're rebooting everything. It's like, bro, we don't have to reboot. I'm actually kind of glad about Bad Boys for Life. I'm glad I actually like that series. Hold on. I, I have a big announcement to make now that we're talking about reboots and Bad okay. Boys for Life being good. Um... The reboot I'm most interested in, and I want to announce on this podcast right now, I'm fucking back with the Dolphins. <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you why I'm not mad at that. I'm fucking back. I'm all in. The Dolphins, if you do, if you if you shoot a Dolphins movie about this season, you gotta let Lindenoff do it. Because they affected everything. The Patriots are not a wild card if the Dolphins don't beat them. They affected the entire mood of the NFL. You gotta give the Dolphins their props. I'm not even mad at you. Three you first, three first round picks coming up. Yeah, there we go. And I'm not, I'm not even typically I'd be fucking with you. That Patriot game, I was like, y'all didn't even have to win this. Yeah, y'all could have just taken it. They were like, no. And I think they knew what it was. The Dolphins, they game changes. They game changes. Listen. I know they suck. You think I don't know? <laughs> but with, but with, all these, with all these draft picks, I'm ready now. I'm all the way back in. I'm ready for this reboot. We're going to get Tua. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. someone's jumping ahead and to Tua's get Tua, Tua's you know what we do? If someone jumped ahead of Dolphins to get Tua, they'll say, um, listen, Cincinnati. Someone jumped ahead of us and drafted Tua. But we have three first-round picks. Take all of them. How about- Take all of them and give us Joe Burrow. That's all we want. If that happens, that's what the Dolphins would do. Dolphins will sit right there at five. We waiting on Tua. I wish the Colts would lose more. Because last time we lost a lot, we got luck. Like, I wish we would suck more. Pause. Yeah, pause. We just fucking don't. It's like, we, just, we always just mediocre. We always right there in the middle with the Dolphins. I think y'all could make a good run if y'all would just get y'all shit together. Like, Tyler Hill gotta be looking at y'all and laughing. Like, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> they fucking are terrible and the worst. Look at the me worst. now. Look at me now. The worst, like, 
we had Kenyon Drake on our team. We had a die on our team. We wow. sent a die to Philly, and then Philly won the Super Bowl. This is what we do. We distribute talent to the NFL. <laughs> y'all like the starter team. So now, yes. Y'all are a starter team. Like, y'all the team who, you'd be like, all right, cool. Let me let me try out the NFL. Okay, it really is fast. Okay, cool. Let me see where I want to go. Who is this Morgan Blunder? I know. John has have a lot of shit going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a white person. That's what I was say. John moving coke. Are you shocked? No. Are we like? Are we? Is that, would that blow your mind? You find out John is moving coke? No. Like, like all the fucking, all of a sudden now it's a bunch of chilly shit around here. Come on, son. What are we doing? What are we talking? We about? could die. And it's the first time I've said that, and I like I usually joke about it. No, we could die. Because after Trump, let's go back to Trump. <laughs> after Trump um, killed the guy, and there was like all these World War Three memes coming out. You started to think um, two things. One, people are having way too much fun discussing yeah, World War. Cool. because it, And then it makes you think that everyone just is living in their own bubble and they don't believe that actual people are going to die, even if they live on another side of the world. Because mm-hmm. the conflict would be in Iran. It's not going to be affecting people in America. But people just wanted to get those fucking jokes off. But... It was because, you know, the doomsday clock that was in Watchmen to bring it back to Watchmen again, that it ticked closer to doomsday once Trump did that. And then Iran's reaction and then America standing saying like, okay we'll let that one slide. It ticked back. But in that moment, after Trump did that and people didn't know how Iran was going to react, it then became, oh, this shit is very fragile. Because climate change could have us thinking that the Earth and the planet is fragile, but because it happens over a period of time and instantaneously, people could drag their feet on it. Mm -hmm. Shit like that. It happens so quick. You think peace is very fragile. Mm -hmm. The life you have is very fragile. The things that you obsess about on a daily basis, it could just be gone in a puff of smoke like that quickly. And and, and I don't think people realize... Listen, I was laughing at the World War jokes. I mean, some of those jokes were great. Great. wasn't until... And I like everyone else. A black guy came out. He did a little video. He was like, "Yo, we actually going to war. We actually going over there, my niggas. Like, we actually about to go fight, my niggas. Like, this is not a this funny for y'all, but like now on the one hand, someone made a good point. They was like, well, ain't no one days going to draft, nigga. Ain't no one days. Yeah. But for a lot of people, they don't have a choice financially. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only way they can get schooling, shit like that. Like, you know how shitty it would be to sign up last year thinking you about to get a free education and then Trump do this shit. You're like, wait, what the fuck? What the fuck, bro? Agreed, but then you signed up during the Trump administration. I, not me. I was going to just work for McDonald's. Yeah. I, college ain't that fucking special. But in terms of World War thing, you're right. Peace is fragile, but oh, listen, everything is fragile. And we're realizing that now, like everything that you, things that you think make sense or, well, people wouldn't vote for Trump. I mean, that would never happen. Why the fuck would they vote for Trump? And now we're looking like, holy He's shit. He's the favorite. He's like, they love this nigga, but Listen to me. No one regrets anything about voting this nigga in. Like, they just love him. Yeah. They regret nothing. Nothing. Like, oh, no. This is the greatest president of our history. They're like, generation. this is working out great. What are yeah, y'all talking yeah, exactly. about? <laughs> he's entertaining. He's giving us everything that we want. That's literally that's that. What, why would we vote for someone else? And uh, To the Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren thing. Mm. When Elizabeth Warren is coming out and saying in a private discussion, Bernie Sanders is telling her he doesn't know if a woman... But he did what Bernie Sanders, I think, was trying to say in that conversation, and the way she framed it are two totally different things. I think what Bernie Sanders was trying to say is that he doesn't know if a woman could win in this climate versus right. Trump. And yeah. she took it to say, Oh, Bernie Sanders said a woman well, we couldn't even be president. president. And he's looking around like, That's two totally fucking different things. But nuance is dead. 
Nuance is dead. There's no more nuance. Because in in his mind, he's like, yeah, I understand you could win this nomination, but then what happens when it's you and him one on one, and it's every fucking day? And the thing about it is, she speaks well. I think she carries herself well. I personally don't like one or two. Is she black? Why do you say she speaks well like that? <laughs> but, I, but I mean, I think she handles pressure well. That's a good uh, point, actually. But she handles pressure well. Like when she's on the View and Megan McCain pressed her, she did well. Like she does well under pressure. I think I I agree with Bernie though. I think Bernie and Andrew Yang should be. Thing. I actually like Yang. Pause. I think Yang looks like. I, but the only problem I have with Yang is, bro. I'm not saying you gotta be a career politician, but you gotta at least be in the conversation. Like you don't know nothing about what you're getting yourself into. Zero. I think it has to be Bernie. I like how we both just passed Joe uh, Biden. By the no, way, no, I'm not. I'm not Joe, <laughs> Joe. 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 What you? Joe, Joe never should have been in this. Joe, Joe is in the lead. And like, no one is talking about him just to be like, well, I guess. Because he's, he's so gonna, problematic. His name should just be, well, I guess. Yeah, boy. Every day is like he's saying something. It ain't dumb enough for press because Trump got that on lock. But it's just stupid enough to be like, Joe, shut the fuck up. What are you with Trump doing? Trump in his phone, like, let me get these jokes off. Like, <laughs> Joe Biden shit. Saving that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Gary, you realize we live in an era where the president of America is like combating private citizens. Yeah, like he cussing out private. Like he was cussing to, to the shit. Like he's like, he goes, "Hey, I'm the best man in the world," and they're trying to impeach the son of a bitch. And they're like, <laughs> "Son of a bitch!" Like this, the president, the Kevin of Durant of presidency. But yes, exactly. Just give my phone. Perfect. My phone. Jesus. Uh, Obama future. would never. Anyway, the future. If, if this is the future, then this sucks. This is the thing. Musk and like Bezos and Gates. There's a story about them going to Mars and going to the moon. And I'm sitting here like, for fucking what? Why? Like, are y'all gonna get? Are y'all mining something there? Do y'all have an idea of what's gonna be there? Do you think you don't have enough shit to fix here, or do you think that here is already so damaged that you can't impact it even as a billionaire? Michigan don't have. Michigan don't have water, bro. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? Like, someone, they said, if you have $1,000 and it costs $65 to fix a pipe, would you do it? Yeah. So if you have a billion dollars, it's going to cost you probably $65 million to fix Michigan. And you won't go to the moon? That's their thing. That, I, I just don't, just fix fix the earth first. Let's get earth sorted out first. Take oh, yeah. home first. Bezos has perfected us buying things. Yeah, but... That's 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 what 2020 is. We can buy things really quickly. And it's legit slave labor on a level because Amazon employees are dying. Yeah, like it's it's I don't know. Everything is terrible. Everything Musk is. Musk keeps bringing out stupid tech that no one no one asked for that car. No one asked for that. No one asked car. for that truck. That's a Tonka. What? It's it, a Tonka. It, car. it at least looks like the future. It looks like the cars it does. It that's does. in those future movies. But then why it still have wheels? That, when the hoverboards came out, I thought they were actual hoverboards. No, it's just the stupid shit you stand on and move. That had wheels. I'm, I'm like everything. I, I, I'm like I'm not getting anything that I asked. And then BPL going up fifteen percent. Then NIB, NIB going BTC. up. Minus, we, we have a doctor who's our prime minister who is just saying whatever the fuck he wants to say. We have a plastic ban that I agree with, but the rollout is like what the fuck? What rollout? The way that they roll out the plastic ban. Like why? There's a plastic ban, but you could still buy plastic bags. The biodegradable ones, or are you just mean plastic in general? 
Why I feel like? Why are you looking at me like you have a drug dealer of plastic bags? You can go to City Market and purchase yourself some plastic bags mm. if you so choose. But there's a plastic ban. This makes any sense to you? Are they saying because they already had that inventory that they are allowed to sell it, but they are not allowed they to bring in anything new? They they can't bring anything new. But my my problem with that is the private the private sector doesn't seem to want to find a solution because you can't use paper bags because that's also trees. So it's like okay, cool, bring the bio, the biodegradable whatever whatever. Apparently, no one has even looked into it. I went to Anderson today. They still use the plastic bags for free. I went to uh, Bertha's last night. They still give me plastic bags for free. Right, I'm concerned about your diet. Oh no, that was just like meat. Oh, oh, Andrews and Bertha's back to back. Oh no, 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 not back to back. And the other day, you <laughs> I didn't go there like I didn't go there at twelve and then again at six. Oh, <laughs> you know, Bertha and I got to be the oh, and, and Bertha's the same. Someone listening to this podcast right now is like, "What's the problem with that?" <laughs> but you'll, you'll be shocked. Yeah, there's guys who like who like haven't weighed themselves ever. Oh, fucking a. Those people exist. It's true. This is the future. And then what else did the future have gave us? Social media and like OnlyFans account. And yeah, that's about it. We just playing the same games over and over again. Someone need a new invention or some shit. We need yeah, we need something new. We need a new invention. We haven't had a new invention in a long fucking time. Like I think the last new invention was like what? Bluetooth? Like I like We got rid of CDs. So what? that was that was whatever. Hey, remember electricity? When that was the new thing? That was crazy. Can we get something like close to that? Remember cordless phones? Are y'all close to that? No. What do y'all do? Are you is Jeff Bezos just working out? iPhone ain't changed since what? They keep making the same iPhone. Now with three cameras. Yeah, yeah, that's what we wanted. Now you could take a slow fee. Cause that's what that that's what was, was missing. We we needed that. That was the problem right there. That, that was great. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. You're killing it. Your legacy is intact, bro. You're killing it, guys. Doing the same shit. iTunes ain't changed a motherfucker. <sighs> the new Mac, the, the, the new the new fucking MacBook desktop thing. They said can cost up to fifty two thousand dollars. What? Yeah. Up to up to it doesn't cost that, but it costs. Ah, okay, you, 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 okay. you get everything that it can do. It costs fifty two thousand dollars. Anyway, who do you think winning today? Because this podcast is coming out after the division. I'm looking games. at Packers and. I don't know. I'm going. I want the Titans to win. I'm going Packers Chiefs. We're going to the first oh, no, Super Chiefs, Bowl. No, 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 Chiefs win. Chiefs I'm, win. I'm saying Packers Chiefs because Chiefs. you know when you're a kid growing up watching football and you're like, what was the first Super Bowl? And you look up the Packers Chiefs mm-hmm. and those colors look good together. Yeah, they do actually. And you, bright, it just, lo- yes, yeah. it just brings it back to you as a as a kid like looking up that stuff. So that's the Super Bowl I want to see. And I like my homes. Pause. I like my homes. Why are you calling them man homes? Mahomes, Mahomes, sorry, Mahomes. Jesus. No, I, I, I actually like him. And the reason why I like and it's, it's ironic because Packers Chiefs, that's the Packers style of quarterback that Mahomes does. That fucking gunslinger. Pat, Pat Mahomes, the child of the future. Yeah, he's, I think he's the future. One of those beige and motherfuckers. Way, I, I enjoyed the white people were pissed about this. But I enjoyed the, 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 the black quarterbacks thing this year. That was a big yeah. deal. The four, the four black quarterbacks, you know, for fucker Brady and did some good shit. I was proud of it. White people are like, that's not a big deal. Their QB ratings are still super low. Plus Tom Brady. I was like, nigga, can we just have this? Can we just enjoy this? Can we just 
joints? Like, why is my so pressed? This is my thing. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, Sometimes yeah, I'm like, so. oh, you confuse, you consume too much internet. Because I remember the day after Lamar Jackson lost, um, Niall was telling me Lamar Jackson was getting hate. And I was like, from who? Because I wasn't seeing it anywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, am I looking at the wrong thing that I don't see any Lamar Jackson? Because people... Motherfuckers die every day, B. I remember John telling my age, John Elway losing to Mark Brunel. I remember that shit. It happens. It, that that always happens. That was a white on white crime. Ain't no one say that always happens in football yeah, during divisional times. Um, Russell Wilson taking out Colin Kaepernick when Colin Kaepernick was supposed to go to back to back Super Bowls. Like, yo, that, that this shit happens. It's it's not a you know it's not uncommon. But see, this is the same shit. This is why we have a sports and pop culture website because it seems like the only two things that seems to be like sports, sports and pop culture, the things that are sticking around and staying because everything else seems like so thin and so frail that there's gonna be like some kind of momentous change like whether it's something like ai that makes a bunch of workers not like obsolete but it changes the way that human beings have to interact with the world and be like well maybe we need to do something else because all the jobs that required us now don't require us and now we have to find another way to contribute to the world i think i think pop culture is Or riddling or something. Riddling, like if it calms us down, we don't. If you were to sit down and think about what the fuck is going on right now in the world and your life and on this island, you'll fucking walk an ocean. You can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you gotta have sports. You gotta have pop culture. Like it's it's fun having conversations about things. It's fun that the top yeah. twenty. What's trending? Let me see what's going on over here. Oh, let me discuss this. Now I know this. I have so much useless fucking information in my head. Because again, if you sit down and think about what's really going down, like you don't even deal with the immediate shit. The only thing immediate I've dealt with in years has been my father's death. Outside of that, like, even relationships got like, alright, so see how that goes. So, yeah. Yeah. Everything's terrible. Listen, everything's. Anyway, listen to this shit. Watch the shit we tell you to watch. Enjoy your sports. Because yeah, you know why? Escape is art, is art. Facts. Follow us blindly. Follow us blindly. Trust me, we know the way. This is the way.